Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. Way down south in Kerala, the Spice Garden of India, lived a really nice guy. He was the third son of the king. And even though he was not first in succession, he was so good, everybody knew that the king was going to make him the one. But he had no interest in it whatsoever. He spurned the whole thing. And instead, he gave his heart and his soul to the enlightened mother of liberation. The nun who was bringing Mahayana, Buddhism, out in South India. He was her disciple. And when she passed, just before she left, she said, I am telling you where you have to go. You must go east. And so he did. He took his shawl, his long staff, his long beard, and headed east. When he got to Nanking, he walked into the flower pavilion. And there was a huge crowd of people, all listening intently to the former vicious general turned Buddhist monk, Shen Guang. Shen Guang was extolling the virtues of Buddhism for the gathered crowd. And this man, who's known, now known as Bodhidharma with his beard and his stick, stood and listened. This dark, hairy guy among all these light-skinned, usually hairless Chinese. So he stood out a bit. And people noticed him when he went to some things that Shen Guang said and went to other things that he said. Now this man, ex-vicious general, did not like this. So he stopped his sermon and said, how dare you, you hairy foreigner? tried to judge my sermon, took off his mala prayer beads and flung them right into Bodhidharma's face, busting out two of his teeth, blood in his beard. And then the ex-general primed for the fight. But Bodhidharma smiled. bowed and walked away. And Shen Guang couldn't believe it and immediately knew he had to follow this guy. They went north to the Yangtze and when they got to the shore Bodhidharma found a little old lady sitting there with a bundle of reeds. He bent down to her and said, Ma'am, may I have a reed? Of course, here. Took the one reed, dropped it on the surface of the water, and it didn't rush away. It just sat there. And Bodhidharma stepped upon it, and on the power of his chi, floated across the Yangtze. Now, Xin Guang was right behind him and saw this and said, Oh, this guy is amazing! went to the old lady, snatched up a bunch of reeds, threw them in the water, and jumped on. 
goodness of her heart, she reached in, pulled him out, and as he lay there coughing out the Yangtze, she said, you disrespected me by snatching, grabbing, and flinging, and thereby disrespected yourself. And you, how long have you been searching for Sifu, for a master? We believe you have found him now. And as she said that, that bundle of reeds came back up out of the water, which allowed Shenzhen to ride across and follow his Sifu. Sifu led him further north, passed through the pass between the drum, the bell, the stamp, the flag, and the sword mountains. And they came through the pass, and there, facing the mountains, Shaolin Temple, just recently founded by another monk from India. And the Shaolin monks were happy to see Bodhidharma, of course, called Damo in China. Come in, come in, take a room. And he smiled, but walked around the temple, to the back, and up the breast mountain, into a cave, and knelt in meditation for years, with Shen Guang standing guard outside. And the monks from Shaolin coming up ever so often, please, come down, please, take a room. But he was in meditation facing the wall. And his guardian, ever so often, Master, Master, when will you teach me? Face to the wall. For nine years. Till many monks came from Shaolin and said, Please, Doma, come down. We have made a chamber, a vestibule, a section just for you. And with that, Bodhidharma rose, and without a word, let them escort him to his new chambers, where the former general stood guard, while the master meditated. For four years, he stood out there, spring, summer, fall, winter, Year after, Master, when will you teach me? When will you teach me? When will you, when will you teach me? Four years, plus nine years, plus all the travels. And this general, who became a monk because he realized that killing all these people was going to come back on him, could take it no longer. He went out into the courtyard in the middle of winter in the snow, grabbed this big chunk of snowy ice and just flung it in there into his master's room. And pow! Ice and snow all over the room. Well, this got Damo's attention. And he rose and just looked. Master, when will you teach me? And master says, 
when the snow falls red and goes back. Something snapped in the next general's heart when he heard that. And he ran outside into the courtyard in the snowstorm and pulled his sword and hacked off his left arm, dropped that sword, picked up his arm by the hand, and waved it all around the courtyard. Blood spattering and snowing red. At that, Sifu stepped forth, grasped the disciple with his hand, and said, now we begin. That spring, Damo got a shovel from the priest of Shaolin, <laughs> took his disciple by the hand, and led him out the front up to Drum Mountain, which was a huge mesa. He stood him there and directed him to look at this huge expanse, this huge flat expanse, so, so high above everything. and then walked to the far edge of the mesa and dug and dug and dug until water came up. And he brought his student and said, taste. <laughs> water was bitter, bitter. He said, this is for you to drink, to wash, to cook. I will see you in a year. And he goes back down to, to Shaolin. Well, student stays up there a year with that bitter water. Spring comes again. He goes back down. Sifu legs him back up. Opposite corner. Dig, dig. Sour water. See you next year. Down, up. Dig, dig. Spicy water. Down, up. Next year. Dig, dig. And as this former vicious general is just enjoying and admiring and relishing in this beautiful, sweet water, Sifu goes to the center of that mesa and pulls from a deposit salt and places that salt in his disciple's mouth. And with the sweet water and this beautiful salt of temperance and savor, He knows now this mesa, these wells, this is life, which is bitter, which is sour, which is spicy, which is sweet and tempered with that wisdom of long-lasting salt. And now, through all this, he had become like the mesa, even no longer up and down and up and down, but his own wellspring of life. And now, even today, at Shaolin, everyone who becomes a monk there greets only with right hand in honor of that crazy, vicious general who became like Drum Mountain 
and became the abbot and strength of the Temple of Shaolin. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.